0: This episode of After the Whistle contains profanity. Listener discretion advised. Please enjoy.
1: Hear the birds chirping in Brian
2: Gianta's background there. Good morning, Brian. Morning. It's nice to be outside with the sunny weather. Not a cloud in the sky out here. Are you in Buffalo or back? I'm in Buffalo. Yeah, I'm in Buffalo.
1: Well, which ones, when I say back home, which one's home? I don't
2: know. Like, that's a hard one, right? Like, I, your default is home is where you're from. You know what I mean? So, Rochester, but we spend more time in Buffalo. So, Buffalo should be home and Rochester uh, be, Rochester should be summer, right? Like, summer but mode. When you say I'm going home, you're going back to Roch. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it, but it needs to be a change in that, I think. Yeah. I think there needs to be a change.
1: Home is where the bidet is.
2: <laughs> yes,
1: I. And it, it's funny. Um, you know, the bidet is such a funny topic. And I was actually thinking the other day about your bidet, and I had one question about it. Is it is it a warm water bidet? I've, ne- I've never used the bidet. You, is
2: so? Is it? Can you get like you, you adjust the temperature of the water? You I mean, okay. you adjust the pressure and temperature of the water.
1: Okay. Is that done by like an app on your
2: phone or no, or? it's a little controller that's right next to the,
1: okay. All right. I could be down. That. I could definitely be down <laughs> with that.
2: <laughs> Take some trial and error to tune in where you want it, but it's uh, a
1: cool. Like I just, cause I was wondering, I was like, man, like a, a nice ice cold splash. will really, wake you, <laughs> really wake you up in the morning. Anyway, we had a, uh, you know, Craig's flipping through his notes. Um, We had a conversation yesterday with Jr. about, uh, you know, touching the trophy and stuff when, after teams win the division or the the conference, sorry. Yep. What's your theory on that for someone that's actually done it and won it?
2: I believe we touched it. Um, me obviously being young, I don't know that I touched it myself, but, uh, I believe Scott Stevens grabbed it, brought it over for the team pick. Um, I'd have to look back and see, but, um. I don't. I don't think it makes a shit bit of difference. What does it matter whether you touch it or not? Like for me, like who gives a shit? Because you won it. You earned it. You won the. You won your the East or the West. You know what I mean? So that's something to be proud of. Grab that thing and be proud of it. And well, tell you it doesn't now. like. There's no jinx to that. Like you're not. I mean, you could you could argue maybe the Stanley Cup if you touch it before you win it. Maybe there's that, but like. It's a different trophy. It's a different everything. Like it doesn't matter whether you're going to win or lose. I'd uh, like to see the stats on it. Do we have stats on it? I didn't get a chance to listen yesterday. I'll but.
1: tell you my worry about not touching it is, you know, the mindset that curses are
2: real. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I mean, that's more concerning to me than actually grabbing the trophy. Is that what, you know, what, what has Pittsburgh done in the past? Cause Sid's crazy superstitious, right? Like, so. I wonder what they've done.
1: They probably changed it in 07 or 08 and then 09. Yeah. Like who, who knows, you know, knowing yeah. his superstition. But, yeah. but anyway, the coach is fired. Cassidy got canned. That's crazy, recently. man.
2: I was late for him, by right? I, I liked him. Like, I mean, li- listen, he was tough on some young guys. There's no doubt about that, right? Like, he had his guys that he would ride hard. DeBrusco was one of them. Uh, Danton Heinen was one of them. You know what I mean like Grizzlick is one of them, you know? So he, he certainly rides certain guys hard, but I thought he was really good coach, man. Like great on the power play. Um, he can make adjustments. Uh, he was good for older guys. Um, you know, I was, it certainly was a surprise six years in the playoffs. Those six of those years, he had a Stanley cup final. He had at least one other conference final in that six years you know so pretty good run to get so
1: there's no reason to feel then because we talked about this yesterday there's no reason to feel then that maybe a guy like Bergeron or somebody went in there and said if he's back I'm gone
2: no I don't think it's Bergeron um you know I I do think maybe a disconnect has had happened I don't know yeah I haven't been in that room I was in that room for a few months right like so it wasn't like I was there for a few years. I was yeah, for okay, a but you months. were also you a mean? guy that
1: was going there with a thousand games and guys like Bergeron and Krejci and these other veteran guys would say to you, like, Oh my god, this guy's an asshole out of trust because you'd want a cup before. Yeah, like-
2: no, no. No one at that time felt that way, right? Like he was extremely hard um on like I said, on certain guys, you know. So I was living in an apartment in um the seaport and the young guys were in my building, right? So I was out to dinner with those guys. Your Heinen's, your Grizzlicks, um, you know, your Acharis at the time. Uh, it was they, certain of them. It was hard on them. You know what I mean? But I, I don't know that anyone went in there and said it's him or me. You know what I mean? But you certainly, I think, if you spin it to him, I'd much rather get let go now than get some runway next year until November, December with the team that they're going to have starting that season with Grizzlick out, with McAvoy out, with oh, Pasternak's out. available, apparently. Yeah, and Bergeron, who knows what's happening with him. You know what I mean? So, like, that team, their top stars are, are on the shelf for a while next year. So why, if I'm Cassie, I wouldn't want Runway to, to fail. You know what I mean? Like, I would be pissed I was fired, but I, it's almost better off that he can go find a good job now.
1: You wonder if maybe it was difference of opinion of the, of the direction of the team,
2: right? Yeah, I mean, those are the conversations, right? That did they have it and say, listen, we're going younger. We need you to be better with the young guys and help develop them. Are you okay with that? Maybe he wasn't, but it sounds like he was shocked by it. So it was more that they don't believe he's the guy with the direction they're going to need to go in the near future.
1: I think my next question is going to change the direction of this conversation, but I think Craig's doing homework over there.
2: <laughs> no, let me, I mean, let me
1: I, guess what I, it is. He, let me let me guess what it is. Middle school your, math
2: homework or what? no,
1: Geo? Geo, what have we been talking about that would require Craig to be doing serious homework right now?
2: I'm trying to think what. In Who's our text pick, messages, or? picked up
1: the cup and won and left it. Oh
2: yeah 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 yeah. Did you
0: find any <laughs> info? I did but uh we've moved on from that so uh you know we Well you, no but we, you're
1: just inserting yourself into the show now so let's let's go let's hear it.
0: Um no I I literally have clicked off at I I'm I'm just I'm like it's like I'm in a a boat it's like I'm in a little dinghy in in, in the ocean and the waves are fucking taking me all over the place with your like ADD we, we went, I don't even know where we are right now. We're talking, I'm still on Pasternak, okay? I don't okay. give a shit about their coach. He got fired. Big freaking deal. He's an unbelievable coach, by the way. I like him a lot. Somebody is going to pick him up and be very, very happy. But I'll tell you this, um, this team is, this team right now is not looking great. Um, like you said, Brad Marchand is injured, and he is out for – he's going to be out for the start of the season. Who are the other
2: guys that are out right now? Uh McAvoy just had surgery. Grizzlick just had surgery. That's two of your top 3D on that team because you got Carlo. Um yeah. You got maybe Bergeron not coming back. Marshy, he, like, started the season. I'd be surprised if he was back by Christmas. He had both hips done. How do you even start trading – Marshawn yeah like he's like he had both hips done how do you even start your rehab process strengthening process for a long ass time you mean like yeah I'd be surprised if it wasn't December January ish but
0: well I'll I'll say this I'll say this that uh you know this guy couldn't have gotten fired at a better time because his statistics as a coach are absolutely incredible you're going to be losing Brad Marchand for, for an extended period of time. He's also 34 years old. Let's not forget that, okay? Um, Charlie McAvoy is your number one defenseman. eats probably 25, 27 minutes a night. He is out. You have Grizzlick, who, you know, Gio, you just kind of said he's probably like your top three defenseman, right?
2: Yeah, um, I mean, you can put Carlo and him you know it's it's, it's painful to even
0: sit here and tell say that Matt Grizzlick is in a top 3 defense in the league but great good for them
2: have you seen the guy skate yep
0: i have totally seen him skate still does not make him a, a he's top He's a power three. play
2: guy yeah for sure he's top 3 okay differ on that but
0: um once you start moving towards the 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 guys in the team you know, holy jumping. You imagine not having Patrice Berger on this team with yeah. no Charlie McAvoy, no Brad, uh, Brad Marchand, no Grizzlik. I mean, this team sucks.
2: It's not, it's not a great hockey team. Do you, you know, like. Uh, Krejci, if they're able to swing Krejci, that helps you. You think Krejci wants to come back to this, this I don't know. pile of shit. Maybe no. he, maybe he, maybe he was a guy that didn't love Cassidy. I, nah. I have no, I have no knowledge of any of that. What I'm saying is, he oh, leaves that's to the go inside play.
1: knowledge, Geo. Don't he try goes, to pawn that he off. He goes,
2: he goes to leave and play in check, which is great. Like all those guys want to finish their career there, right? Like they want to play there. It's fun for them. But maybe that was part of it too. And now he's like, shit. If I can go back. In the NHL, he still has a place in Boston. Like, I don't know. Just saying. I guess my, Sounds my, like my point know. is,
0: <laughs> why would you want to go back to Boston? It is not a good hockey team. David Kreitchi has it's, been on a team for a very long time that's won a lot. Has always been a team that uh, that fought for a division title. Um, always a playoff playoff team. This guy's going to come back to a team and not have Basically, the two, two of the top players on the team and Marchand, Bergeron, McAvoy. Do you think Bergeron wants to come back to this? He knows that it's going to be hell. And, and what this all comes back around, like David Krejci, or, or sorry, David Pasternak has one year left on his deal, okay? At six point, what what does he make it? Yeah, six he's point? he's
2: he's very friendly contract.
1: It's like six point six, I think.
0: It's I would I would say that you know he's at six point six, and I would say that he's been grossly underpaid for a number of years because Boston had an internal cap, and the cap. And the cap was Patrice Bergeron. He made six point eight million, and the ownership there said, "You are not making a dime more than our franchise guy." That's what they did, and some teams do
2: that. Okay, with with that, they they built. Yeah, no, great city. Wait, listen, it's a great city. They've had great teams right what is he not happy about i under i'm not saying he doesn't want to be paid more but he's happy there's no okay. way he's not happy like that's what those guys did listen is is sacrificed like we did in new jersey you know what i mean like you you take less to be on a winning team and to be a part of a bigger group and that's what they did and it was based off of bergeron i didn't i didn't say he won They've been on, he's been on good teams. He's been in
1: a pretty good environment for the first bunch of years of his career. So you're
2: acting like he's making 600. <laughs> he should be making 11 million. I'm not saying that he's what I'm saying, taking half the money. I'm just saying, you're just, I don't saying. think he's, I don't think he's not happy. Let's put it that way. I think he would like to get paid at some point, Next but contract. Okay. Well, if Bergeron's gone and now things have shuffled, now he could certainly get paid there maybe he doesn't
0: want to get paid maybe
2: there. To. maybe he doesn't want to get paid in Boston you
0: got you got uh, marchand who's 34 years old you got Bergeron who's uh, 36 years old you've got Marcus or um, Nick Felino who's getting older um, they they have guys there that are just Taylor Hall is 30, Charlie Coyles 30, like this isn't old Craig Smith's 32, Chris Wagner's 31. This is not a
2: a young ho- a hockey team. No, no, no. And and that's been part of that's that's been part of the discussion around Cassidy is what has happened to all the young guys that they've brought through. Some of them Sweeney has drafted away, right? Like his Well, they have no first being, rounder but, this year. Yeah, by being a top team He hasn't handled his draft picks, you could say perfectly. You know what I mean? Like you got the Nash trade when I was there. Yeah. You know, they were on they were in win mode, right? Yeah, exactly So now you you have to reshuffle. I don't think it's a rebuild, but I think they're in a transition to try to kind of like what the Rangers did. And yeah, you know, like a, a quick couple year turnaround. You know what I mean? Like I think that would be the recipe that some of these teams that have been in win mode need to go to is, but well, that's, the only, that's the only question. question. Why,
0: why do you want to keep a team like this together? They're not winning. Well, they don't. What, that, you, what, that's, you, what do you that, mean
2: by team? Like, what do you, where, where are you going? Like, I mean, I'm I will have Bergeron on my team any day of the week. Who's that? I don't care, Bergeron. I don't care I know, what. No, but he's age also he going to be 37. Well, okay. Well, you adjust his contract status over it, but I, I want him. I would take him. Do you think Bergeron would be content with not winning again? Whether he's the Bergeron of the past or not, you could argue. But he still won the damn Selkie. Like, he's a good player for you. Don't, don't, go, there. It,
1: don't but go there. Don't go
2: there, Um, I don't – we can argue that. But what I'm saying is he's still a damn good player. So adjust his contract. I want him in my room. You know what I mean? Marchand, as much as you hate him, when you play with him, he's your great teammate. And he's still freaking scoring. You're like so why are you so I'm down on the depth of the the Bruins like they need to make some more adjustments to be a top-end team going forward no doubt but why are you writing them off yet I think you still have to see what they can and can't do as far as building the team and I would I wouldn't I think build they're
0: a, past their prime is what I'm trying to 100% say
2: 100% they may be but you could make that argument about I'm trying to think of some some teams that have done it in the past that you're saying that they're past their prime, but they just reshuffle and they're still a damn good team that have a chance. Like it doesn't have to be a full teardown of a of a Chicago. Roster. Yeah, I mean it doesn't have to. Like, pit for that matter, you gonna you gonna you gonna trade away Sidney Crosby and all those guys just because they're old and they're past their prime and they're. You know what I mean, like what would well, you do? It'll be Pitt?
1: interesting to see what happens with Malkin and Latang this offseason and that's gonna yeah, be a, so
0: maybe Bergeron goes to Pittsburgh if they lose Malkin. I think this could be the most fun we've seen in a long time in unrestricted free agency. Because well, do you see
2: that list of of guys that are available. You mean
0: like Well, there's fifty guys that, that are are very desirable and uh, you know, I just look at certain players like uh, you know, Bergeron and you look at uh, Malkin, these guys don't have a lot longer to play the game. They still can play at an elite level.
2: They said that about Tom Brady too.
1: Gio's feisty today. They said that
2: about Chara seven years ago, and he served a purpose. Was he the Chara of old? No, but he served a damn good role on a good team.
0: Car has been fucking shit for a long time. Let's get something straight. I don't give a shit if he's six fucking ten. He is not anywhere near what he was
2: ten years ago. I just said that. He doesn't have to be near what he was. That's the problem is you have a you have a vision of what the player was once. That doesn't mean he's not a damn good player. Corey Perry is not who he was back in the day. But he's a damn good fill-in for, for Tampa. He was a damn good fill-in for Dallas. He was a damn good fill-in. Where else has he been?
1: You can say that for Jason Spez in Toronto last couple of years, too.
2: So what you have to do and and what GMs need to do is adjust their expectation of that star player that they can still be good. They're not going to be a star, but they can still be damn good. And just because he's 34, 35 – write him off because he's not the star that he was once was. Gio, are you who, taking this personally? Who, who, yeah, we, man. Who are we talking about? Though? It sounds <laughs> We're like talking this about is, me. We're this talking is, about me. Yes. Four years ago. We're talking yeah. about me ribs. No, this, sounds like, about, this sounds like it's coming from a very, very emotional place. I'm talking about the mindset around age. I'm talking about the mindset around a player's perceived decline. Like, We can't expect a player to be Ovi and score 50, 60 goals for freaking 30 years. But, like, you can have a damn – you can have a star player at 37, 38, 39 be a really good player for you. Not a star player, but a really good player for you. But the minute that star is no longer star status, all of a sudden he's no good to anybody. Bullshit. He's still a damn good player. I'm this, not. I never like, said that. He doesn't need to be Bergeron making seven million. Not... He can make whatever, but like he can still be really good for you. Yeah. So what do we what do we talk about here?
0: Like I don't even know.
2: Like well, bring us around here, Pete. Bring it. Like, bring it around. You can bring job. it around to Pittsburgh. You can bring it around to, my to Boston. Job. Like, you want me to do my job? How about this? Gordy Howe
1: still had forty-one he, points in eighty games as a fifty-year-old with the Hartford Whalers.
2: <laughs> Christ.
0: <laughs> Yammer Yager in in.
2: Those years, yeah, you know I mean, all,
0: like- all I'm saying that this this is where the conversation started before Geo got all heated here. <laughs> the conversation starts with where is Boston at? They fired a coach who is a very, very, very good coach. We can There's, all agree on that. Yeah, Boston has been an extremely, and I mean, an extremely competitive team for a very, very long time. Okay, something that uh, that we've all enjoyed the style that they have played, and how they've done it with the team that they've had. Now, they're starting to, over a course of time now, you remember uh, Zidane Chara being the, the, the quarterback on the back end. You remember that, okay? You remember the goaltender. Timmy Thomas? No. Tukorask? Tukorask. Tukarask has now moved on. You have Zineda Chara has now moved on. You can start to see that they have a competitive team, but they're not going to win with this team. So, at what point in time is an organization happy? Is their, is their final uh, destination just to make the playoffs so they can bank money? Or is it, are they trying to win the Stanley Cup? Me personally, this team is not going to win the Stanley Cup. They do not have enough to win the Stanley Cup. They have a lot of guys on this team that are aging out. Patrice Bergeron starting at 36, Wagner at 31, uh, Eric Halla at 31, Craig Smith at 32, Nick, um, Nick Foligno at 34, Charlie Coyle at 30, Taylor Hall at 30. Brad Marchand at 34, like you can go, this is an extremely old team that doesn't have the pop and the desire that I think that useful exuberance, um, can has, that's just my, that's my opinion. And I think right now, when you're looking at, you have to go and sign David Pasternak. This is the, this is the whole, this is what we're talking about. He got underpaid and he knows it. He has been underpaid for five or six years now, okay? He is an unrestricted free agent. They're going to come to him and they're going to say, hey, we want to re-sign you to an eight-year deal. And he's going to write the, the number down. And if they don't give it to him, He's going to play his one year at 6'6". Six, six oh, out that's why I think they're going to leaving. trade him. They're, they're rebuilding in Boston. They're they're going to do a. Re- so are they rebuilding? 30. They got to trade away nine guys in the forward line because they're all over thirty. Well, they're going to keep some of them. Now, now, thirties so are point. They're going to have to. Thirty so, is old in this league. Gio, you got kids that are coming in at twenty two. I get it. It's middle age,
2: thirties middle aged. It's not old. It's middle age. It's actually, so not, not I, in the league I, listen, anymore.
0: It's not middle-aged anymore. Middle-aged Middle is 27 now, I feel yeah.
2: like. Middle-aged is 26. Let's go back and bring it around. Boston is certainly a team in transition. There's no doubt about that. But they went through that a five, six years ago. They went through the same thing, right? You could have said the same thing about that team. They had won a cup. They had a couple of good runs. They'd missed the playoffs. They fired Claude Julien, bring in Cassidy, right? And now they reshuffle quick and then they're back at the top. Now I don't know what they'll do. Are they gonna do another thing like that, a quick reshuffle, or are they doing a full reset? That's to be seen in the offseason and what they do. Do they trade pasta away and get some picks for it? Or do they go and try to get sign some picks? I mean, he is going to I'm be not, a, I'm not picks, What, what I'm saying is monster. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I'm not what I'm saying is package with good players. You know what yeah. I mean? But yeah. So I, none of us know what they're going to do yet because their cards have not been shown. As soon as they start making moves, you'll figure out whether it's a full on rebuild reset, or if it's just a, a quick, you know, transition year or two to try to reload it. You know what I mean? Like it, there's no, we, we don't know yet. Cause you don't know what they're going to do with it. So I can see the Bergeron change, coming back for one year. I could see him coming back and for sure.
0: They're gonna trade they're with with a, a discussion with him is they're going to trade him and get a first rounder, an elite draft prospect, and they're gonna put him in a spot where he's gonna have a chance to win the Stanley Cup.
2: I could see that for sure. For sure.
0: You done with the Bruins, Riv?
2: Yeah.
1: Holy shit. I didn't know you cared so much about Boston. I only asked the guy here like 20 minutes ago, you're like, I'm lost your ADD. Holy shit. Keep going. What
0: else you got to tell me about the Bruins? ADD. We stayed on one topic for fucking 10 minutes. That's ADD like- is when you bounce around like a frickin' tennis ball. I didn't say you were ADD.
1: I was saying you were sa- talking about my ADD. And all I was doing was
0: going back and including it. Now, I want to know... what happened in, Gio? This is how he gets. Now he's pouting. <laughs> <laughs> fucking... <laughs>
1: You you mistake pouting for correcting, and it you know it's like I correct the things that affect me. I don't correct the things that make you look stupid. Um, I want to know though. Do you did you get a list though all the way back? Did you get a list of teams that picked up the trophy or not?
0: I did, but that then was a I erased serious- it. You
1: can open that. a new page on your computer. Keep I one know. open, and then open a yeah, new one, and that I, way I you can that, just. But you schedule, guys,
2: I'll schedule. I'll schedule a little appointment for us to go to Apple, and they'll show us how to work the computer for about a half an hour lesson for you.
1: Thanks, Gio. Riv does need and a computer everybody. class.
2: I can't get over no, that. He's, he's got. He's got multiples. Yeah, let's multiple. go over it. He's got, I
1: multiple up. What?
2: He's got multiple, multiple what? computers going right now, I think, too. A gold one.
1: Of, yeah. like, unbelievable. I can't get over the free agent list, the top 50 free agent list. I would say up to number 39, 40, 39, very impressive list. Where are all these guys going to sign? Where's the mo- Who has the money to sign all these guys? That's my question.
2: Where, where do you fall? Okay, let's look at this. Where do you fall on Perron, David Perron? Like he's, he's listed at nine right now. You look back at his career, he's been a hell of a player for the St. Louis Blues. That's it. You know what I mean? Like, like he's been very, very average anywhere else he's been. But his stints with St. Louis have been dynamite. You know what I mean? Yeah. What That's do you attribute that to?
0: That playing on a really he, he is not going anywhere, by the way. I don't think so. He'll he'll resign in St. Louis. Darcy, you know Darcy Kempfer. He'll resign in Colorado. Ryan Strom is going to be very interesting for the Rangers because they just might not have the money for him um, because they're going to have some of those young bucks coming up. You know they're going to have to pay a lot of a lot of those guys,
2: Keandre Miller and Lindgren and um. Oh. Of those Kapakaku and yeah. Frenier, of those D, do you see a D that you want to sign for the Sabers? Yes, on that list. What is your What is your Who's your number one?
1: Good Ka- Ka- Branson. Ka- Branson.
2: Just because he, of style of play? Yes, he
0: he literally like we've got all these freaking road runners that just think they're Bobby Orr flying all over the place. Like Owen Power was like. It's like, it's like you threw a, like a, like a, a crazy ball and, and, and just hit the wall. He was just like ding, 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 all over the place, behind the net in the offensive zone. Then he's back-checking. Then he's going up the ice again. It, it, I mean, he was everywhere. Super exciting to watch, by the way. Um, Darlene is obviously, we, we know what Darlene's all about and how he moves up the ice. He seems to be more offensive and more confident as he's getting older. Yoki Haru seems to be a guy that likes to kind of move with the puck and starting to kind of get a little bit more confident Tori, you know, or, uh, I was going to say Tori Krug, but, um, who's our, uh, little, uh, snipper there. Jeez, man, I'm losing my marbles lefty Bryson. Yeah, he can really move. I just think that we need we need a guy that is a defensively responsible physical
2: physical guy. Was okay. there someone else on your mind, yeah. Gio? No, no. I'm just I, I'm I knew that he would be that way. Take him off the board now. Josh. What now What's that?
0: Josh Manson.
2: Yeah. How many guys are we going to take off the board? I don't those know. are the I'm two just, guys I want. I'm playing like, like, yeah. But you you have to have a list drawn out yep. because you're not going to necessarily be able to entice those guys. So, Josh Manson. I are, don't, are you locked down to just here. a right-handed D-man?
0: Uh, preferably, yes, because the, the D-man that you're going to probably bring in – um is going to be playing on your third pair. Like I, I just have a feeling and I don't know how you guys feel that uh, there was, there was some trial and error at the end of the season with, um, you know, Yoki Haru played with power and you had uh, Samuelson play the left side with Rasmus Dahlin playing the right side. Could that be your top four defenseman right there? I think it, very well could be then you have you know a a Bryson who I mean I think he has a lot more to give I I love the way the kid plays he is a really 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 good skater he moves the puck well he defends well I just think a proper partner with that and I wouldn't even call him a young guy anymore I think he's what 24 um I would love a, a right-handed, big, physical, a guy that, um, if need be, can drop the gloves and, you know, play a certain style that uh, maybe has a little bit more veteran presence to him since our defense corps is so young.
2: What's your number on those guys? If Gabranson's your guy, you know what I mean? Yeah, you're probably looking if, at if Manson or your guy. Deal. You mean like where? Where do you think they're going to fall? For Manson's
0: going to cost you more. He's going to cost you a lot more. I think that a deal with Gabranson, because of our 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 ability to have a lot of cap space moving forward, you're probably looking to try and get him under a two year deal and pay him more than any team in the in in the league. Right now, he's making one point nine five. I would pay him three million dollars on a two year deal to come in here and solidify our back end
2: and, and add. How old is he? 30. I think he's going to, I, I mean, if I'm him, I'm wanting more than two years. You know what I mean? I I'm like, if you're, if you're a desirable D man and two-year security at 30 years old I'm I'm looking for more term if I'm him
1: well, why I'm get, saying? well how old were you when you signed your four-year deal with Buffalo uh,
2: it was a three-year deal I was 36.
1: you were 36 you got yeah. that much money at 36 35 36 Jesus 35. I would. I mean, I would give him a three-year, four-year deal at three and a half or four million per year. There's not a team in the league that will pay him that. No, no. But that. I
2: think if you, the longer you stretch the term, right, you can bring the number down. I think two years, if you're at three, you stretch that to a three-four year deal. You can get that at two f- five two he's seven. He's going to make more than, I mean? I you know like, more than three. I think someone am saying like three. What I'm saying is you can you know start to entice three. with years of security, right? Like
0: he's already he's only making one point nine five there's going to be very few teams in the league that will stretch a deal at $3 million for Gabranson. You know, everybody's cash strapped. Like everybody is cast. We sit here in Buffalo and we're just like, uh, we're, we're loving life because we got so much money that we need to spend. So it's like money is not an option
2: for this, for this team, but every other team in the league, yeah, I mean, 25 you 25 teams be, in the league you,
0: are cash trapped.
2: You got to be careful because all your young guys are going to be hitting soon too, right? So that's why you, you saying have to be careful. Deal. You have to be careful. You know what I mean?
0: You know, Gabranson, when he goes to sign his next deal, is going to be 32 years old. So I don't have a problem with going and saying we're going to offer you a two year deal and we're going to pay you more money than any team in the league. Now, well, if you want to sure. go stretch, who's going to who's going to pay? the in a three, four year deal. I don't think there's many teams out there that are going to do that. I don't know, but I'm saying like you, you come in at two points this year.
2: You come in two years at 3 million, right? I guarantee that conversations like, well, what can we do on a three or four year deal? Well, let me, the the agent, the player is going to be looking for that term. Yeah. Like he came into the league.
0: He came into the league on an entry level deal. He did his three years like everybody else in the league. He signed a two-year deal, a one-year deal, a one-year deal, a three-year deal, and a one-year deal.
1: And in that three-year deal, he was making four million dollars—four million bucks. And the year before that, I think he was on a what—a two-year deal for three point five or something. Three five. Yeah. So those are the numbers that he's going to be looking for because he's just had his best season. Yeah. Yep. He's going
0: to be looking. And to you get know back what, Petey? Like, listen. When when we sit here and we discuss and we look at the numbers, you're you're probably right. He's he's probably looking at a three and a half to four million dollar deal. He's an unrestricted free agent. He's had a very the best year
2: of his NHL career by far. But he also played on one of the teams in this league, league,
1: which is still and I
2: and I think it's the three years is more likely than a two or a four. Yeah, I mean, like I think that you fall to a three year deal because it's good security for the player. He feels comfortable with it. It'll be good money. It doesn't put a team in jeopardy of a four-year deal, but it's not also two years for him. You know what I mean? Like, I think he's going to be at least looking for three years. Is he
1: playing with power if you got him, Rev, or Darlene?
2: Or is
0: Darlene playing the
1: right side? I don't think
0: he would play with either. I think that he would be – I I think he would be playing on your third pair, and I think he would be playing with someone like Bryson.
2: I I think if you're paying him three years, three-and-a-half – Four million. I think you're going to want them to play with either more, Darlene or Power. You know I mean I don't think that. I'm I don't think I'm burying them on the you know third pairing and playing them with Bryson. I think you're going to want more out of them if you're paying them that kind of money for don't that. Don't worry, of about, what worry not, about what you're paying them. Just worry about
0: what your what you're getting in him to solidify an entire group. Okay, on the back end, when Kevin Adams talked about. We want to make sure that we do not just go and sign guys, and that's going to take away from key minutes that others need to play. Remember he said that? So this goes back to why are we bringing in Gabranson, who's thirty, turning 31, and take those minutes away from a Matias Samuelson, who's 22. Gabranson is a player that will play on a unit. I don't know if it's the number one, number two, or number three, but he will play on a unit that's going to be probably with Bryson because you have your top four already locked in for next year. And now we just need a big, strong, physical defender, defender. The guy is about defending. Being on the penalty kill, blocking shots, um, keeping guys honest in front of, you know, your, your net, all these little things. He's going to add toughness to the entire team. This is what this guy does. Yeah, but he's
1: he can also play hockey too. Yeah, Like, let's not forget that. So, so I think, I don't think you're doing him any justice or your team any justice not saying that a third pair is not a good spot, but I mean, come on, you got to put him with. Where's he of the, playing now? He's playing with Zadorov, and I don't know that I would pair. call that a third pair.
0: That is the third pair.
1: That might be their third pairing, but that doesn't mean they only play third pair minutes. Those guys are crucial to that team. Crucial. Go yeah, on the ice go all and the time. Go and
0: look at their ice time. Go look at the ice time. Go look at Hanna, uh the uh, Noel Hannifin. Go look at that Clenington, and go look at uh, go look at all their guys. Shellington, go look at all their to- guys in the top four
1: okay i'll you have do that Go off I'm, and you have to require a little bit of time
0: play that play less minutes than the other four well, how much the do team. they play they, they're playing about 17 18 minutes a night
1: that's a, that's a lot what's what's a normal
0: third pair play like on a, on a on a normal team 12 minutes depending on the team some some top four uh, teams that have like top four guys. Those guys play twenty seven minutes a night. The first pairing are like twenty five to twenty seven, and then you have your second pairing that are p- playing twenty three, and then you have your third playing, and they're playing thirteen. Yeah, well, seventeen minutes doesn't sound like a third pair
1: defenseman on Calgary. It sounds like they're they're used a little more regularly than that.
0: Yeah,
1: uh, you're the defense legend here i I thought
0: you know you just gave you you i just gave you go look it up and do your job and then we'll come back after you do your job because i've already done my job and you're gonna come back and say holy shit revs you're completely right they are you want me to hit
1: pause on this and then well then i'll come back you guys (laughs) want to wait while i go and do this i don't want to do that right now we can talk about that tomorrow or next time i'm telling you i'm telling you they were
0: used as a third pair this year and then you but would argue an argument, Craig would say, exceptionally good pair, exceptionally good third pair. Maybe like a
1: two. You have a two and a two A there. How about that?
0: Okay, I'll give you that. Yep. Okay, all I right. like them. So, like so I mean, could you theory, imagine signing like Zadorov and Gabranson for our for
2: our team? Zadorov's not coming back here. Yeah, he, I don't, he, why? Why do you sign Zadorov? You got you got guys. Know, he's you're talking six, about freaking five two forty, and he's as mean as all hell. You're, you're talking about boxing guys out and just. Not doing it. That's a that's a box out sign right there. That's is it a
0: box out sign?
2: Yeah, it is. I just
0: said to you that those guys will play probably seventeen, eighteen minutes, and you then your second pair. Let's just say it's Yoki Haru and Power are going to be playing twenty three minutes a night, and then you have your top pair that you know Dalene's going to be playing twenty five, twenty six minutes a night every single solitary night. That's just, I mean, it's set. It's it's set. But our, our third pair is going to be crucial for you know helping out this, this younger group of players. I mean, you, you're talking about bringing in Jack Quinn. You're talking about bringing in J.J. Paterka. You still have younger players. And I say younger players, players that are under. How many players do we have under the age of 24? There's quite a bit. There's quite a few. There's quite a few. So, do your homework,
2: <laughs> do your job, let us Do your do job, your and job. let us know after you the tell pause. Us.
1: Stop asking questions that you don't know the answer to. Like,
2: that's Petey's yeah. job. <laughs> <laughs>
1: hey, I'll ask the questions around here. Homework. Um, anybody on the forward, anybody else on this list that you guys want to see the Sabres sign? Like, let's go through, let's go through and tell me if these guys are leaving or going. Okay,
0: Johnny Goudreau, I'm leaving. Any idea where to stay? He's going to stay because they're going to what they're going to do there is they're going to end up trading. um, Monahan, Monahan makes six million dollars. They're going to relieve that that player from from the from their their cap, which six million dollars. They already played without him this year, pretty much. So if you can move him to any place, okay? Now you're taking away $6 million. Johnny Goudreau makes $6 million right now. He's probably going to be in around a $10 million range, I would, I would think, on, a, on an eight-year deal. But you still have to go and sign Kachuk too. So those guys both are probably going to be around $10 bucks a year. I'm with you. I think he's going to either Philly or New Jersey.
1: Geo. back home going back home uh philip forsberg staying or going girlfriend's a country
2: singer apparently staying like it's uh, you got to take the whole package and i think he stays there's just for his lifestyle and you know record labels more
1: than his next contract if she hits big right so i mean you got Hey, and you
2: got Nashville's say, a good city. They got a decent the team. taxes are, are unreal. Like, yeah, you know, like, like he's going he's to go sign there? 9 million bucks. He's going
0: to sign for 9 million, which if he goes and signs in New York, it's like making 11.5. Right. That's the difference. Yeah. Like we could sign Philip Forsberg and offer him a contract for 11.5. Nashville goes and offer him the same contract for, for 9.5, and it's the same thing because of the taxes. Coddry. Gone. I agree. They got to, because you got, they just don't McKinnon have they coming they up for a contract.
1: Yeah. But Burakovsky coming off too. That's 4 million, I think. Right. So like there's money you can give to him.
0: Well, do they want to, do they want to keep Burakovsky? Um, or do they want to keep, well, who'd you rather Kadri have Kadri or Barakowski? Well, that's kind of, that's a simple <laughs> question. Um, you know, they, they uh, I mean, they've got to sign Natushkin, who's I think uh, he was an unrestricted free agent. He is a very, very interesting hockey player. Barakoski is a great hockey player. You have to sign Artemi uh, Atari uh, Lettinen. I mean, he is a very interesting player. Like, I mean, they they're going to have some tough decisions because they're going to have to re up Nate McKinnon. Um, JD Confer has to like. I mean, they've they've got. Why a lot wouldn't of the Sabers go after Kadri? Well, he's unrestricted. Does he want to come to Buffalo? He's from Toronto area, isn't he? Okay,
2: all right. Uh, so I mean,
1: he's, he's he's done in Toronto, so.
2: I think price and term are what you're...
0: What do you have to pay him? Yeah. You have to pay Caudry. Again, another guy that was on extremely, extremely favorable deal for the team. Four and a half million bucks.
2: Should be making seven or eight. Yeah, he's going to be. You know what I mean? So now you pull him in. I think if you didn't have the Skinner deal, you certainly could swing that, but you got him at that type of price tag and Skinner's deal. And now you got to start paying some of these young guys. All of a sudden your favorable cap space turns into a, a nightmare. Shitty situation. John Klingberg. Great D. I wouldn't touch him. Or is he staying or going? I think is the, the segment we're on. I think he'll stay. I'm on the fence. It's been talk about him being didn't. What was his last contract? Wasn't his? Wasn't there issues with his last contract negotiations or something? Do I, have, do I have that right? Extremely. There was, there was extremely
0: favorable contract for the team. But I think signed him to a long-term deal, and he is making grossly under under the uh, what he should be making. And See, this
2: is this is what happens, right? When you take that discounted deal say now all of a sudden when your next deal comes up with the team that you signed that with now all of a sudden the value that you had when you signed the favorable deal now all of a sudden now you're the old and if I sign you to too big of a deal they're putting themselves in a bad position so it's almost like when you sign that favorable deal for the team now all of a sudden you're signing an overpaid deal with a different team you know what I mean like that? The same team that favored you, or that was a favorable deal f- for them, yeah. they yeah. don't. They don't end up signing you to an over yeah. deal. They it's love another you so team. They, it's another team that does right. Like well, because they love you, so they can pay Ben and Sagan. Yeah. So
1: they,
0: so they ended up signing this, this kid after two years. So his first year in the league, he had 40 points. His second year in the league, he had 58 points. He had to sign a deal. They ended up signing him to a long-term contract at 4.25 million a year. Okay. It's the guy that just came off 10 goals and 58 points. The next year he had 13 goals and 49. Then he followed it up with an eight. Goal sixty seven points ten goals forty five and it just it goes down. He he started to get injured in his last couple of years, but he still has. The kid is is a stud, and he should have been making way. I mean, way more, like double what he sh- what he's making right now. And I think that he's in a situation where he's like. I've been one of the most grossly underpaid guys in the league for my statistics and what I've done. Now I want to get paid and, the, and Dallas is like, no, 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 we're you're going to stay on a hometown discount if you want to stay here, and that's where that's where they're they're you know knocking heads and well, four point two
2: five to, in Dallas is like six elsewhere though too it's like six you know what I mean but so like hundred as grossly underpaid as he's been. He would have had to be making, you know what I mean? Like, yes, so I, I, I get it. It, it. There's another situation in Dallas that Best the, tax, contract, uh, the contract number isn't as sexy, but you're, you're really making more than what your contract yeah, you're actually, says. You're actually making $6 million in yeah. New York. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or, you
0: know, for I, I don't tax think he's places.
2: back, though. I, I don't know that he's back. Yeah. I,
0: I, I think that he might re sign there. He's only 29 years old.
2: Um, this year, he had 47 points. I mean, not a bad year. No, Again. I mean, he's been around that mid-40s to hire most of his career. So he's been a steady D-man for a long time. You know what you're getting in him.
1: Chris Letang and Malkin. These are the interesting ones. And then Evander Kane kind of rounds out the top 10 for us because Craig yeah. mentioned Strom. We talked about Perron and Darcy yeah. Kemper. But Latang and Malkin and Kane. What happens with those three guys?
2: Latang and Melkin, I think it's a matter of where it's at. Boston argument again. It will show the direction that they are going. You know what I mean, by what they do with these two guys, what they're able to do with these two guys, right? <laughs> like, they certainly are past their prime in the sense that they're not going to be the players that they once were. They're going to be good players. If that's in pit, I don't hold know. on there. You know Gio. Me?
0: You're the one who just, what are you talking out of the other side of your mouth? No, oh. I'm, I'm Chris. I'm, Latang Tang I'm, had 68 points this year, 10 goals and plus 20. That's I, his best year in the national hockey league. What I'm, I'm
2: agreeing with myself. You can't look at them. I don't think Pittsburgh looks at them as the star player that they once were. So now, why, why wouldn't they?
0: Because so he just now, had
2: the best year in his in in the NHL. So because of age, he's old, Craig. He's old. He's been labeled old. So let's just write him off. What I'm saying. Hey, I hey, think,
0: Geo Tom Brady.
2: <laughs> so my point being now that I got rudely interrupted is. I think they're going to be hell of a player. I don't know that this is where Pitt's decision-making comes in is how do they feel about those two? Melkin is not the Melkin that he used to be, which is fine. What I'm saying is what does Pitt do with that info saying, how long do we sign them? How much is it going to take to sign them? And reportedly they're pissed off at what they had initially offered. So is that bridge already burnt? At least in Melkin's case, in your case. opinion, I see, I see, what do Letang, you pay them? I see Latang coming back before Melkin. I think what do you? you, what do you I you think Latang is back and Melkin is gone. If you're a GM, what do you pay him? I don't have the list in front of me. Let me let me do my research and get back to you. Because you have you have you job, Chris Latang.
0: he's played a long, long, long time in this league. Thirty five years old. 10 goals, 58 assists for 68 points, and he was a plus 20, okay? So, what that's showing me is he still has a tremendous amount of game left in him. Now, what you need to be concerned with when you're paying a guy like this is he has had a long list of injuries, okay? And he usually does not play a full season. That being said, we'll just put Letang, um with his statistics on on the side burner, we'll go to Evgeny Malkin. He's also 35 years old. Another guy that has had injury issues the last number last three four years. Malkin this year in 41 games had 20 goals, 42 points. Okay, he's on pay. If you played a full season, he would have had 40 goals and, and 84 points, and probably higher. Because he would have been more in the groove. He's still playing at a super elite level. Uh, if I were to tell you that Evgeny Malkin next year is going to get a hundred points, he's going to score thirty-seven goals and have a hundred points, would you look at me like I had three heads? The answer is no, because he has proven and that he's he capable of this. it. Yes. So what do you pay? Like Malkin was making nine and a half million dollars, and. Chris so, Letang was making seven
2: million dollars. I, I think I think Letang on this team is more of a priority than Malkin. You know what I mean so this is what happens. You prioritize your needs, right? Like you lose Latang, How do you replace him on the back end? What he can do for you. You know what I mean power play and skill set? Both are 35, right? So I don't think you're going more than a three year deal on either one of them. And I was thinking a two year deal.
0: I was thinking a two year deal. Just it gives flexibility
2: for the player. Okay. Okay. But would you? It doesn't give flexibility for the player because now they're walking out at 37 out of those deals. So this is this was what happened with with me coming out of Montreal. They offered a one year deal. I'm 35 years old. That brings me to 36. You know what I mean? And now I'm playing on one-year deals for the next few years because no one's going to sign a 36, 37-year-old for more than that. Do you see what I'm saying? So the player at 35, I'm assuming he's going to want more than a two-year deal. Now, in Pittsburgh, it changes matters because they're already a part of there, right? They live there it's just an extension of what they're doing now. They don't have to move, move family, whatever it may be. But I don't, I think they want minimum three years and they want to be, I I mean, Latang is going to be higher, but Melkin clearly wants more than five. So he's going to want to be six to 7 million. And are you comfortable paying a 38 year old Melkin 7 million? I would hope it, that he it's would not, take. It's not less. what you're paying. It's not what you're paying him next year, right? Like, because he'll be worth it. It's the back end that they're worried about. These contracts not getting themselves into trouble later on.
1: I don't know why after a certain age these guys just don't take one year deals. Like, especially with the money they've made. It's what I'm saying. With the like, team that they're on, it just makes no on? sense. With the team
2: that they're on, yeah. What or, like. But what, what, what does, it benefit, what does it benefit Melkin to sign a one year deal? Doesn't matter how much money he's made. What flexibility? Does it, what, what flexibility? That he can go
0: next year. If he does not like the direction of the team, he has the ability to pick up and just go.
2: If you, sign, year, if you sign Melkin, if he signs a three year deal at five and a half million, you don't think he has that same flexibility? Not as much. He doesn't have the flexibility the team does.
0: That's that's what I'm saying. Like I I I, I believe that that Malkin, Letang, Latang they have made an ungodly amount of money. Okay. You know, like Melkin's made a hundred and thirty million dollars in his career. You heard that right, a hundred and thirty million dollars. Okay,
2: doesn't care like. I'm not saying that he He clearly cares about the money because he was offended by the the deal that they gave him money contracts and money. You also have to look at the worth with which the team is telling you that you have on the team by a deal that they give, like by the deal that they propose it, it directly tells them how they feel. Tells the player how they feel about him. Is that the, is that what, the way you look the, at that? It might not necessarily be the $5 million number that he's not happy with, but it might be with, okay, you're offering to pay so-and-so. You know what I mean? This amount, this is how you feel about me? You know what I mean? Yeah, but I, I don't look at it that way. I look at Evgeny Malkin, who's
0: literally sitting on an absolute mound of, of money. Okay. And LeTang is the same thing. And Pittsburgh has done well They've done right by the player, okay? Now, here's the thing. Pittsburgh has also reaped the benefits. Three Stanley Cups, okay? Crosby's been severely underpaid for years, too. That's what I am saying. That's what I'm saying. So, right now, with $130 million that has been invested into Evgeny Malkin throughout his career, is there a point in time where there's only one reason why you're playing this game? Only one. Yeah. Yeah. One reason, and all my reason is as I want to win a Stanley Cup. So what happens if Malkin comes in and takes – the hometown discount, and same, same with Letang. Now you have like this war chest of money that you can go and maybe go out and express interest in an unrestricted free agent that is going to grossly put the Pittsburgh Penguins above the Rangers, Tampa, maybe even Florida, and now all of a sudden they have that
2: opportunity, their last window of opportunity that's closing quick. Okay. You're working under the assumption that everyone is like you, everyone is like me, everyone is like Petey, that they want to win. This guy may be motivated by money. He might be motivated by status on his team. I'm not taking less than Zucker on my team. That's how I'd be. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like Zucker's making five and a half, and you're melting. Zucker's gonna be gone. He's a hundred percent gone, right? Point being that. You're working under the assumption that he's like you and I are. Okay. I guess like, that's like what, he, I, he, he's what certainly, I would do. Every player is certainly motivated by something different. Guys are motivated to win. Guys are motivated to be a good teammate. And other guys are motivated just to cash in and get your two-week paycheck. You've and seen here, it. You've been a part of it. Here's the way I look at it. If I'm Brian
0: Burke and uh, Hextall – these guys are the ones making the decisions, decisions there. If I'm looking at Evgeny Malkin and he wants to come back and be paid as Evgeny Malkin, the Hockey Hall of Famer that has put up an ungodly amount of points, I'm, I'm going to say goodbye to him. Because for me, there's a point in time where even if I sign Evgeny Malkin to $9 million a year and if I sign Latang to a $7 million a year extension – you're still in the same spot what you were before. And on top of that, you have to sign a Ricard Raquel, who's an unrestricted free agent. You have to sign Evan Rodriguez, who had an unbelievable season there, who's an unrestricted free agent. You have to sign Casperi Kapanen, who is 25 years old, who's going to want more money. Like, Do you understand? Like, You can't go and spend this money on Malkin. His time is over because even if you do. He doesn't, he doesn't think his time's over. Played forty-one fucking games this year. He played thirty-six he games the year before. Exactly, his body's breaking down.
2: You don't pay a guy nine million dollars. Did you sit? A in guy your, did you sit in your living season. room? Did you sit in your bathtub and say, "My body's falling apart. I don't want to go out and play anymore. I don't want to. I don't want money. I don't want a contract." No I,
0: That's exactly what I said. I didn't want to play anymore. I could have played longer. I didn't want to. Fucking hated the game. I hated the way I felt.
2: And also yes, I wasn't the best up. either Same in the playoffs. All those things. I'm just no matter what, Melkin. I guarantee Melkin is looking at that and saying Rust is making his five one two five, whatever you want to say it is. Zucker's making five and a half, and Gensel's making six. He sure as hell wants to be closer to or more than uh, Gensel. He's sitting there saying, "I'm worth more than this to the team for the next couple years than what that is." You know what I mean?
0: And I would be saying to him, "Listen, listen, you've He played half a season for the third year in a row. Third, one,
2: two, three. Okay." And he's saying, "I laid all on the line for the I want team, to make and that's why I'm injured, and that's you want why to make I'm more injured. than Getzel.
0: Gessle scored forty goals this year and had eighty-four fucking points. It's amazing you yeah, say you that, that because said, Malkin, would, Malkin, 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 played forty-one would...
1: games. He had forty-two points. So if you multiply that by two, that's eighty-four <laughs> yeah, points and exactly, forty goals. It's the same okay, thing. so
0: why don't we just sign him to a contract for games played? <laughs> if you play eighty-two games, we'll pay you ten million. <laughs> <In> eighty-two games <laughs> he's playing forty. All right, all right, all right, all right. Last
1: one of Ander Kane. Gio, we talked about this yesterday with Jr. What do you think happens with Kane?
2: I don't. Uh, some team is going to assign him to long-term, which is, in my opinion, not what should happen. I think you learned from what the Sharks did. I, I said it before when he went there that the honeymoon period is fine, and then it all comes crashing down, and it did. You know what I mean? And so that's exactly what is going to happen here again. He comes out motivated to make his money and play in the league again after being uh, cast aside. And now, yes, he performed extremely well on the ice for the Edmonton Oilers this year. But if I'm a GM, I'm not signing him long-term at all. That's my opinion. I don't know what will happen to him. I think teams will be in, and teams get they they certainly get caught up in that. You need to you grab a guy like that. Will sign him long term. I don't. I don't. Yes. I, I've said that before, and it, it's happened. Not just with him, but like other guys. Like it yeah. just it, it's it's the reason there's a cap. There's it's the reason that because owners management. They can't help themselves when they're in a certain position and they feel they need to make that extra push to win, they will sell off, you know, what I mean, like they all of what rationale, rational decision should be because they don't want to lose out to somebody else having it. You know what I mean? There's some team that's regretting not signing Evander Kane this year because he went and had success in Edmonton. And so they're sitting back and like, what did we miss? Did we make the right decision? I think they made the right decision by not signing him. But they're not sitting back thinking that after he goes out and scores some goals for the Edmonton Oilers,
0: is so there I think a team, there gonna be the a team that's going to sign? Is there a team in the league right now that needs a Vander Kane more than the Edmonton Oilers?
2: Not necessarily. I, I mean, I think his best bet is in Edmonton. You know what I mean? Like. That's what happened in San Jose. He went there, had a good run, and they liked what they saw early on, and then eventually catches up with you.
1: That's a wrap on another episode of After the Whistle. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter, After the Whistle, and at Rave 52 at TheInstigator76. And You can find us, as you already know, on Apple, Spotify, and YouTube, and anywhere else where you can get your podcasts. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to spread the
2: word.